the Brain Candy Podcast, episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We said 69. I know, I was waiting for it. And you know what? Unfortunately, my soundboard's dead, or else I would make a noise that was like, woo woo! Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know how to whistle very well, so I can't do it. No sounds today. Sorry, guys. There you oh, go. Oh, there we go. That's a good whistle. That's probably my best one yet. Okay, oh, yeah, show you off. have a whistling problem. I do. I forgot about that. Yeah. Show off. <laughs> you want to rub in your skills in my face. Today we are talking about doping. Doping. And also just the Olympics. I know. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yes, me too. I it have a lot of It seems to be on everybody's mind, the Olympics. First, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, did you see the weird pool that turned algae green? I, I read a lot about it. What the heck? Someone poured hydrogen peroxide in. That's Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I just read the headline. You can tell. Yeah. I have no idea. It's so silly. And then they said it was an algae, but either way, I think there's a whole bunch of weird stuff. And how about the kayaker whose kayak capsized because he got hit by a couch? This story has not been substantiated. I don't like, care. It's still great. I've been telling it to everyone because you told me this, that the kayakers hit the couch in the water. And everyone's like, no, I didn't hear it. And I'm like, this must be made up. But the story that, that they try to say isn't true that is true and now there's they are backing it up is that my favorite sexiest swimmer was held up at gunpoint by people who claim to be officials. How could you be into him? Because he has the same color hair as me. You don't think he's like a He's tra- not smart. Right. Probably. Probably. Definitely. But he's so, I think he's so handsome. And he looks like every water polo player that went to school with me that, like, didn't want to take me to homecoming. So I have this, like, little girl crush on him. And then when he came out with that same hair, I was like, <gasps> twinning! Like, he could be the merman and I could be the mermaid. Oh, my God. Don't tell Landon. You don't love Don't tell my him. husband. I do. I just have this, like, thing that I just, like, like him to be, like, dumb and, and, and sexy. And also, he wears a Speedo professionally. Wow. And I'm okay with that. All right. Well, you know what else I'm okay with? Hmm. Suze, uh, our new wine time wine glasses. How great are they? I'm drinking wine wine right now. So is Suze. And we're drinking out Cheers. of... We're not drinking out of mugs anymore, people. We're not saying that you can't drink out of your brain candy mug. I probably still will when my wine my time glass is dirty. But now you guys can get your own wine time mugs. And they're fancy. They don't even have any like other logos on them. So they're stuff you can give as gifts. Sorry, friends. Everybody's getting this for the next. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you're welcome, friends, because everybody's getting this for their next birthday and stuff. They're really cute. Um, we so first of all, I want to say thank you to a bunch of women who donated money to us, probably because they felt sorry for you. Probably, but thank you. We love that. That's you guys are great. Holly, Barbara, Olivia, Rebecca, Jill. Elizabeth and her dog, Sadie. Oh, Elizabeth and Sadie. <laughs> and Christina. Thanks, guys. Those are all donators. Is that the word? Donors. Donors. Donors on uh, thebraincandypodcast.com. Thank you. They just donated. They clicked the donate button and just... Yeah. Oh, man, just you guys gave. are so awesome. Yes, very generous. And you know what? We are so grateful because Susie and I have been saying, let's like up our gear let's get something great you know we've been able to do something like we got a suction cup <clears throat> gopro holder so that we can go on the road and tape all of our hilarious shenanigans that happen inside of a car because let me tell you 
I've driven with Susie, and not that we're, n neither of us are bad drivers, but you just put us behind the wheel and get us chatting, and you'd be surprised at what ridiculous stuff comes up. So now we get to do fun stuff like that because you people are helping us. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to sharing the GoPro footage because it'll be just like total, you want reality, you're about to get some reality. <laughs> it's unedited for sure. Um... And I wanted to send people, I launched a, a lifestyle blog. Oh, it's so cute. It's called The Gospel of Susie. It's at susiemeister.com. And I'm just, here's the thing. I love some lifestyle blogs, but like they, I couldn't find one that had every topic that I care about. Yeah. Because <laughs> people tend to specialize. Yeah, they do. And so I was also, like. Also, no, a lot of other people don't have, you happen to be knowledgeable in many categories. Well, I'm certainly passionate about a lot of things. There so you go. I was like. I love fashion, wine, and food, and travel, but I also just love the news and, like, politics and religion, so books, whatever. I'll tell you my two favorite things that you've written about in there. One, and I've already gone out and bought something from it, what? your list of 10 best kitchen gadgets. What'd you get? The ceramic uh, uh, cookie sheet. What you will not be sorry. What the heck am I doing cooking my, my cookies on anything yeah. else? Uh, and then the other thing that I can't believe I haven't had is the tub of salt, the dish of salt. Yes. That has helped my cooking <laughs> so much because when That's I want so salt, great. I grab a pinch and I yeah. just put it in. Right. And it, you get used to what you grew up with, I think. It is. And I grew up with, my mom didn't, like, she just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That is so fantastic. Thank you. That's so and nice. And then uh, what was the other one that... Well, you love the toddler art desk. I know. I love the yeah. toddler art desk. I think that's really important. I think every child, no matter what age, should have yeah. an art desk. Or at least if you're a grown-up, then you should have a doodle book, like I do. Right. Sarah's doodling right now for our Patreon subscribers at the $10 level. This one isn't level. even a good one. I'm just doodling in the margins. I should just, like, start over. No, you okay, can add okay. to it. That one's good. Shush. I know. Um, but anyway, so there's lots of stuff for you to check out. I'm giving you a lot of homework here, but go to SusieMeister.com, check out my blog and let me know what you think. Look, we're just saying like, take a break from watching like the hamster videos or the cat videos or like other hilarious falls. Uh, those are all funny to watch, but you know, maybe you want to like look at something else online. So we are talking, as I said, about the Olympics and stuff before I have a lot of things to ask you about. Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Can't before wait to I do, I want to... Talk about something we talked about in the beauty episode, which was how I have perpetual skin problems. Well, you know what? You told me the funniest line once. You said, you know, my adult acne keeps me young. <laughs> right? But that's but just something like nice it. we say to try to make ourselves Ever since something. I had my son, it's been unbearable and it's embarrassing and it, I'm like ashamed and, you know, it's like, it seems like such a literally superficial thing, but it's not. No, but how your skin is yeah. really affects how you feel. It really, really does. For me, for sure. And especially in this day of social media. Right. So I I found something that I really love. So I, I am partnering with them and encourage you to check it out as well. It's called BioClarity. So basically, here's what it is. It's a three-step acne treatment. There's a cleanser, a treatment gel, and a restore gel. And it's very soothing and made with the green stuff in plants and is perfect for young adult skin. And for me, it does the job. And I gave some to Sarah. How do you feel? I am very happy. Right? I especially love their treatment gel. And I'll tell you, I've tried a lot of other lines that are really aggressive. And it's like, there's no in-between. Yeah. It's, it's either stripping my skin and I get all flaky and horrible 
or it doesn't get rid of any of the yeah, acne. Yeah, it's not effective, right. You know, I want something that'll keep my skin looking fresh and cut down on redness. Yeah. And will also get rid of stuff, but won't uh, irritate my skin too right. much. And I really, really, really like it. And you know, I also, what I did is I phased it into my skincare routine. Yeah. And now I'm all... Well, I showed Sarah a picture of my before. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> she gasped. I didn't mean to. I didn't honestly. I was. I didn't mean to have that reaction. But I. I was expecting you to show. Like I was expecting you to be like, the same way you're like. Oh look, I, I don't look good in this. And I'm like, oh hey, yes you do. Yeah. I was expecting that. And when I saw it, I was like, that is what. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah. And your makeup, skin looks fantastic right you. now. It really does. Thank you. I'm so pleased. So I wanted you guys, because if I find something that works, I want you guys to try it. So BioClarity has agreed to give our listeners a full free month. Uh, trial. What? Yeah. And all you have to do, and free shipping. So just go to bioclarity.com and the code is brain candy. That's great. And just try it because it's you will be so happy. Somebody who likes green products too, like natural, like stuff that's really healthy for your skin. No harsh chemicals. Yeah. It doesn't have, what is it? Chlorophyll or something great mm-hmm. like that in it. It's mm-hmm. so good at reducing redness. I'll admit it. I'm a picker. It's, the actual term is Floralux. Oh, Floralux. Yeah. That sounds Thank very you, like fancy and green. Yeah, it does. Well, I like all that. But anyway, I just, I'm so happy. I did a Snapchat the other night with no makeup. That to me, wow. even three months ago, would have been unthinkable because you would have been like, I would have been like, turn away, right. look away. Yeah. And so this was like, okay, that's me and it's okay. That's amazing. That's huge. That's, a great, that's huge. I, I don't think I've done that. I just throw up on a filter and call it a day. Bioclarity.com, use promo code BRAINCANDY. Seriously, tell me what you think because yeah. I think you're going to be so pleased. It's like, it's not abrasive. The the it gets rid of redness, um, and also blemishes. And a so. little goes a long way. I love that too. So, anyways, okay, enjoy. Yeah, thank me later. <laughs> Let's talk about the Olympics. Yes. So, there's some articles that I've been reading. Yeah. That I thought you, if you hadn't seen, you'd want to comment on. Yeah. Give so. It to me. People have, the women's basketball has been killing it. Great. And people are asking the coach, who is also the um, UConn coach, like, like almost like, do you think it, do you think it's bad that they're dominating? So like they can't win, right? So if they do it poorly, they're like, nobody's going to care about women's sports. But if they do it amazingly, then it's like, why are you performing at this level? And everyone else is like down here and you're like just showboating. Are you kidding me? I'm not. They can't win. Well, you know, okay, this is hilarious to me, too, because I listened to ESPN this morning, Mike and Mike in the morning, and then uh, First Take, and if you have, if there are so any males, sporty. Listen, I know, if there are <laughs> any guys out there right now, they just dropped whatever they were holding. They're like, what? <laughs> and, uh, yes, so, uh, and I'm also upset that Skip Bayless is gone. Yeah, I'm just putting out there. Uh um, so anyways, there was all this controversy about the men's basketball team and it was men's, 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 and the men are not doing that well. They're, they've won. They're not out of it yet, but they've, the, the teams they played against, they've just barely won. And you have all these players who are making millions a year and apparently they only, the men's 
team only practiced together for one week in Las Vegas. Wow. That's all they did to, to play together as a team. And this women's team is going out there and crushing it. I did not hear a single word about women's, ba- women's basketball on there. And it really does feel like you can't win. And it's like the guys are getting all the attention for being not good. And then, you know, then what? We have women's gymnastics. Love them. Simone Biles. Yes. Said her last name, Biles. Yes. Is just like a force. A force. I bawled like a freaking baby. I bawled when Allie won. The girl was the team captain. She did a floor routine four years ago and it was it didn't go out. Gabby I think Douglas? She, yeah. Oh uh, no. Allie? Allie I forget her last name. Her last name starts with an L, but she's the team. I think she's their team captain. And she did this floor routine that didn't go over that well a few years ago. And she ended up, I don't know if she got bronze or she didn't even podium, but she came out this year and just knocked it out of the park. And then as soon as she stuck the last move, she started crying. Oh, I did a Snapchat of it. I was bawling like a freaking baby. I love those U.S. gymnastic girls. Go. I am crabby because, like, I feel... That no matter what females do, they're always placed into this, like, they're referred to in relation to men. Yeah. So you saw the headline, like, Michael Phelps shares his whatever with an African-American woman. Didn't even name her. Didn't even give her a name. And then they changed, went back and changed the headline to uh, Simone whatever wins alongside Michael Phelps or whatever. Like, put her first. Okay, but, like... And it's like, we know what you already did. You already said that... And oftentimes... I forget who they did it was... uh, They referred to her by her fiancé. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Somebody post... I'm going to look it up now. Didn't we have a Brainiac post something on... um, On our... Twitter about injustices. It was like top yeah. ten. What else was on there? I didn't even get to look at it. Well, I didn't. I didn't see that one in particular, but I just I'm saw it in general right how, like, it'll say so and so's fiance, like some man's fiance, wins a gold medal. It's like what? Yeah. And so then people started doing it as a joke about Michael Phelps saying like, um, former fiance of Ms. Miss America wins, yeah, wins 20th a gold medal, gold medal That's or something. That's great. They should do that. It's just so silly that female athletes are, it's like she's good dot 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 for a girl, which is, oh, here it goes. The most out, out, outrageous sexist moments of the Olympics so far. We're going to look at this up. This is a, by the independent, a BuzzFeed, I guess. Um, What do we have here? I'll tell you one in the meantime. Yeah. This one really bothered me. A Chinese diver won silver, female. Uh Uh-huh. And on the podium, her boyfriend, who's also an Olympian, uh, proposed to her, which annoyed me, number one, because, like, fucking, that's her moment. Oh, my God. That's true. Yeah, that annoyed me. That's totally true. Then when the press covered it, they said she won silver and then got a better prize. The ring. Like oh, like a fiancé. That's messed up. Uh, that's not a better prize. I hate to break it to you. Marriage is not a prize, number one. And number two, winning a friggin' Olympic medal is better. Yeah, Anyone can and get they married. And, oh, I hated the body shaming that they did to the Mexican gymnast. That was horrible. Did you what read did all you those say? tweets? No. People were just horrible. They... This is a female gymnast? 
And she's like, what? What's wrong with her body? Just, they were just saying that she didn't look like regular gymnasts or they... In what way? I, I... It doesn't say. It just says body shaming trolls took to Twitter to criticize Mexican gymnast Alexa Moreno on Tuesday. It didn't give me any uh, examples, thank goodness. But I I did read a few, and they were not good. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my gosh. This is how I just read this. Okay, so NBC Bay Area, they have a Twitter account. They tweeted... So just how does Stanford swimmer Katie Deckley keep her nail polish chip-free after she had won? Come on. NBC has since deleted their tweet. I should say. Oh, you did not ask Michael, or Ryan Lochte, how his hair stays that color in the chlorine. It's disgusting. That is crazy. Can you imagine working that hard and then being have people being like, "How do you keep your nails from chipping?" Be like this doesn't. Fu- who cares? You about know my what, nails? Sarah? That's how. What I've tried to explain to you about getting my PhD is, I thought now people will see me differently. They don't. No, no, no. That's no, so. They don't. Shitty. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's a female thing, but it's so annoying. And like this, thankfully, I think the good news is people are noticing. People are noticing. It's always I, been happening. So yeah, that's the other thing. Is like I think maybe we're just more aware this year, and you know, maybe it took. That's a good thing. That is a really good thing. I can't even believe that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And then people were crabby about Gabby Douglas because last year she was like the darling of the Olympic um, gymnasts. And now she's not doing very well in comparison. Yeah, and also, you know, like, there are always new people who get better and better and better. And and the sport opens up to more and more people. And I don't think... They were mad, though, that they said she was, like, not... She was not warm enough to her other... Um, the other people on the team and like she was just... First of all, she doesn't have to be warm and friendly. And you know what? Ryan uh, Lochte and and Michael Phelps, they don't even talk to each other. Michael Phelps was asked about it like, oh, are you buddy and buddy? And he's like, well, we like see each but no, we don't, we don't have anything to do with each other and like we do our own things. They're not friends. They're not friends. The people are not, these people are not like, you know, it's not like they're hanging out in Olympic Village like, you know, playing beer pong. They're not. They're doing their... They came there to compete. And I think the kind of person who's an Olympic athlete is so freaking focused and so type A and so, like, they don't have time for friends. They don't have time for... Like, it's a different life. That Mm -hmm. is a different world. I see it when I see the parents in the stands. Did you see the the parents of um, one of the gymnasts and they were... They do the moves... Oh, and is that? Was, I think it might be Allie's parents. Yes, it is Allie's parents. I and, think, and I it like, is so cute. Yeah, they do. They're like, and they can't take it. Yeah. And they're barely breathing. Yeah, ugh. I, I love I all be. the parents. Oh my god! I, when the parents cry, I, I ball. Could you even imagine? If, no. I don't think parents get enough credit because 
think about how much sacrifice you would have to make. You couldn't have a job if you, one of your children is... Most of these kids are... A lot of the gymnasts, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, a lot of them probably still live with their parents because they have such a strict training schedule. Yeah. They can't have... They need somebody to cook them food. They need somebody to do... Well, and they've been doing this forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. The kind of... A gymnast... When I was watching the home videos of Allie and they started at like five, that, those, that family... Eat, sleeps, and breathes gymnastics all the time. There's yeah. nothing else you could do. It's crazy. And I love hearing how, uh, you know, like sometimes people win and they'll be like coached by their father who was also an Olympic. Gym. And now there's so many generations of no wonder we're breaking records and we're seeing all this stuff. Uh, because also you have Olympians be- marrying other Olympians yeah. and putting out babies who are genetically built to do whatever the heck yeah. they're doing. Yeah. You see that way, way more often where two elite athletes from two different sports, like tennis players, could you imagine? You have like the tennis players get together and they make this baby who's just like Yeah. Andre Legacy married uh, I think Steffi Graf. Yeah. 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 Adam's bringing us food, thank Ooh, God. And food. in the meantime, you can come in, Adam, it's okay. I wanna do some shout outs for some Patreon uh donors. Let's hear it. Patrons. Valentina. Oh, I love that name. Beautiful. Valentina. Gorgeous. Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Also a pretty name. Another Olivia. Hmm. Olivia. I don't know if it's the same one. Tired old dog. Tired old dog. <laughs> well, uh, we like that tired old dog still has enough energy in him to donate yeah. to our Patreon. So thank you. Leah. Thanks, Leah. And then I'll do the rest in the next episode. Um, so that was, that's cool. Thank you so much. If you want to support us on Patreon, you get some, uh, behind the scenes and stuff. Patreon.com. The bloopers are hilarious. Candy. They that's are hilarious. That's my favorite. And then we videotape them and, uh, the podcast so people, if they prefer to watch the video versus the audio, they can do that. Yeah. So another thing that I wanted to mention is we had our first book club meeting this week. Super fun. Love the book club. Hello. And uh, there was a book that I read that isn't in the book club, but I thought I'd mention it just because people are always asking us what we read. And it's called All at Sea. It's a memoir by Decca Aiken Head. And she um, just wrote about this horrible tragedy that she endured with her son at the beach with her partner. And it was just a really interesting story and i thought our our listeners would enjoy it as well so um check out all at sea and also you know if you want to join the brain candy book club you can go to our website thebraincandypodcast.com we have two books coming up for september i can't wait your pick and my pick yeah we're doing so you've been publicly shamed and welcome to the goddamn ice cube which both sound really great and uh we want to talk about them with you so join our book club people um, anyway, we have a guest on today. So excited about this. He, we wanted to have him on because the Olympics and also the challenge made us think about the idea of doping and like what's fair and what's not and like what's the big deal. Well, what's your initial gut reaction to that? What if somebody like say you're watching like let's put it into context. You're watching the olympics and you're watching swimming and you find out three days after whoever won a medal that they were using anabolic steroids fair or not fair not fair not fair i i just feel that whenever everyone goes in they should all be the same everybody agrees to what's gonna happen yeah like yeah. either you you can do whatever you want and do whatever drugs you want or you can't right and that's it right i agree because if this guy does them anyway 
and this person doesn't. That's not fair. That's not fair. Unless that person is aware and making the conscious decision, I know that other people are doing this. I'm choosing to be all natural, blah, blah, blah. There are people who do that. Well, not if that's not in the rules, though. If the rules say nobody can do anything. Right. Then, right. then nobody can do anything. Yeah, and those are the rules. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that for so, sure. We wanted to have Oliver Bateman on. He's a PhD and also an attorney and my friend. And uh, he's an expert in pretty much everything. Yeah. So Somebody I thought you'd be... knows more than us. Yeah, a great person to have on this show so let's get Oliver on the line Oliver Bateman welcome how's it going welcome. guys oh, I good. can't believe you're back for more shenanigans like a half dozen times now <laughs> well he's a contributor now yeah you know so much about so many different things that you really come in handy and obviously everyone knows doping has been on our mind here at the brain candy podcast and you are both an attorney and uh, a historian and so we and thought, super buff and right. Let's not and, forget that. Right. A freaking bodybuilder. Yeah. So you're the perfect person for us to say, what's the deal? We're like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what's the deal with doping? Right. And I think the Olympics, it's also perfect timing. Yeah. With the Olympics too. Well, first let's start with like, when did this sort of even become a thing? Uh, we began to see the use of performance enhancing drugs, things like steroids, you know? In the 50s, you know, first in the Soviet Union and then later in the U.S., but people have been trying to enhance their performance for a long time. Coffee enhances your performance. A cigarette can right. enhance your performance. Cocaine, yep. you know, Tour de France cyclists in the teens and 20s were trying to enhance their performance by using cocaine. And cheating. Cheating I... can enhance your performance. Everybody. What cheating. was that? Just cheating in an event. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, like, like that's the <laughs> that's easiest sure. performance enhancer. Just cheat. That's true. <laughs> well, I read that uh, in, like, way back when, in the beginning of the Olympics, in, like, ancient, you know, Athens, Greece, and Roman times, they were using sesame seeds even as performance enhancing. Oh, yeah, people have helped. Right. So, like, this is, like, human nature to try to be better than the next guy until... You're not allowed to. Yeah, I, I imagine like in like 500 BC, somebody would just look at uh, like a, a bull and think like, man, maybe if I just, uh, you know, ingest some of that testicle there, I can really, <laughs> yeah. really get strong. Or, you know, look, just look at this root, look at this flower. I mean, this will really give me what I need to do to get across uh, the finish line or win this uh, wrestling match. And we all want that yep. extra edge. Everybody wants it. Yep. So who's to say this is where it's always like a sticking point for me. It's like, how did they even decide who is they in terms of like, this is acceptable coffee and this is not <sighs> Adderall or whatever. Well, PEDs. I mean, it's, right now there's a, you, you know, people can go and look at, and sort of the comprehensive list is the, uh, the world anti-doping codes prohibited list. Uh, they yeah. update it annually and you can go and see all of the things that are on it. And even things yeah. that are being monitored right now include caffeine, uh, Wellbutrin wow. for people who take that as an antidepressant. You have to have, uh, you know, special uh, special waivers to yes. use some of this stuff. Almost every synthesized steroid is on this list. All kinds of stuff uh, is on here. And, you know, it's constantly being updated, but people are constantly trying to... Uh, to get around that too. You know, there's always, I'm watching the Olympics and people are probably watching them right now too. But every time I watch an event, yeah. I'm like, well, there's a new world record set. Like a new world record was just set in the 400 meter run by a guy from South Africa. And I'm thinking to myself, 
well, let's just wait till the drug test comes out. It's a good story right now. Really? And, and you know, because I don't, I don't, I wouldn't hold it against the uh, the performer. He still ran that time, but it's almost like that's part of the spectacle these days. Like it's not just like you hit the home runs or you run the race, but then there's this other question of like, did you cheat? You know, and not even cheat because yeah. he didn't cheat. He ran the race fair and square. It's just, did you have something else in your bloodstream that we said you can't have? And now I see them escorting the athletes. They go straight from the field to getting their blood tested or having a urinalysis done. And they have somebody assigned to them to walk them. Like a to, chaperone. Yes. There was, I was watching a, a woman who's a triathlete and she said it takes so much away from the win when you do get it because they, you're trying to celebrate and they're like, right this way, right? And they're so serious about it and not having fun because the people don't want to be chaperoning you while you pee in the cup. It's like... Well, it seems like in a way, so let's say you did some sort of drug that you're not supposed to do and then you win, but then in a year you get stripped of it. Who cares? Because you make all this yep. dough in the you meantime. You still hit the home run. Yeah. Still, that's actually I, I, a good I'm point. A, you know, and we are much uh, more willing as a society to forgive later on. You know, look at all the people. Look at Bill Clinton yes. right now. He's cycling back through. That guy's the master of the apology. He's moving back around. Mm. He knows, you know, you just got to give it time. It's be- that it's is so true. It's much better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Just cheat right now. No, just Joe. cheat right now and then make it happen. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Like, Susie, what would you do if you found out, like, you had that big fight with another contestant in the rain? You know, you're just, what, right. what would you, uh, what would it, how would you feel if you were sort of outed as taking some kind of, uh, some kind of, you know, uh, steroid prior to that or some kind of stimulant that gave you, like, uh, you know, an ape-like rage that you need to dominate <laughs> this, other, this other girl? Like, if I really had done it and then somebody said yeah, that like I did it? you took some angel dust or something and you just ripped her apart. You know, and then it came out I mean, later I, on. What would you say? Oh, right. I would just, first I'd deny <laughs> yeah, it forever. Yeah, always. Like I know someone is doing right die. now. And then right. eventually I'd be like, oh, well, I thought it was allowed or whatever. <laughs> no, You know, just say sorry. Yeah, because really, like, who cares after the fact? I guess that's. Or somebody gave it to me. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. That's another yeah, good yeah, Mary that's Jones was... I had no idea what it was. I just thought it was like... Because tr- they, 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 the boys do have all kinds of like powders. I don't know what you people do, like protein, whatever. Yeah, no joke. It could have happened where like, you know, somebody gives you something and you think it's one thing. But, I mean, 
That is so true. Yeah, so it is easier, you're right, to just later be like, oopsie daisies. But it is, it is. I, and I think that's usually how it it happens, right? I mean, they... they... Well, that that's what they say, right? It's like, this doctor gave me this stuff, and I thought it was legit or yeah. Oh, yeah. homeopathic the, the or something. The are great. Like, I thought it was a B12 shot is one of the most... Yes, yeah. they always say yeah, that. Right? But some of, them, some of them I really do believe, I really do think like are who? too, they go too far. Like when I was watching, there was that documentary that came out, Bigger, Faster, Stronger. And there was one case, I think it was a cyclist who did, maybe it was the blood. The, yeah, yeah, they're big on, they're big on they blood. Oh, yeah, transfusion. They're doing blood doping or synthetic blood doping. And yeah. it just seemed, and this guy, he was talking about all the other things that they do. Like they, they sleep in these hyperbolic or barrack or whatever the heck it's called <laughs> chambers. And then they train, you know, at elevated. It, it seems like there's more of an advantage training at higher elevation than there even is doing this blood transfusion doping thing. That's kind of the point that I felt like they were making where one's okay. One's fine and You one's can not. train at, at higher elevations that's naturally going to do that to your blood. Or you can just yeah. do Oliver, it. Yeah, Oliver, who, what, what, that's what I don't get is like, what's Yeah, natural? I mean, like if we, I, I was thinking about this, like if we crossed a human being with a gorilla, right? Like it'd be a, we can't. I mean, they actually had experiments, right? In the 19 teens and 20s to right. like cross humans with orangutans and stuff like that. We're doing that in, in, uh, in Russia. Uh, but... If you crossed a human with a gorilla, it would still be, uh, and it was a person, and it had, you know, it was smart, and it had, you know, reason. You'd let it compete, but it would have all of these advantages that other performers wouldn't have. But it'd be natural, right? So you'd let this natural uh, thing, or you know, someone that's like a mutant or uh, a giant, uh, right. you know, you'd let them, uh, you'd let them compete uh, because that's somehow natural. Hey, but curse. isn't that essentially what athletic? Being athletically gifted yeah. is, is that you yeah. are genetically, yes, you are, you have a mutation that's advantageous right. to your sport. Even like Lance Armstrong had that weird heart thing that made him like metabolize oxygen or, uh, at a different... Uh, what's his name? Swimmer has webbed feet. Michael, <laughs> my, I heard Michael Phelps has like, maybe that was a rumor, but I heard there's swimmer who has like webbed toes. Well, they, 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 said, this, uh, they said that Michael Phelps may be uh, suffering from, uh, I think, acromegaly, like Marfan syndrome, giantism. Yeah, so right, where they keep big, growing. Like, paddle-like hands. Yes, uh, I heard the same thing. He does thing. look kind of like Abe Right, Lincoln. but that's fine. But if somebody does like... Right, whatever. that's so strange. And there's... Oh, Oliver, have you read the, the book, The Sports Gene? I, I have not. Oh, I'm going to send it Good. to you as a longtime guest of our show. You as a thank should. you, Because this is a fantastic <laughs> book that I think... It, it discusses a lot of this like scientific uh, you know, advantages to just having, like, say you have a... a really tight Achilles tendon. You're going to be a great pole vaulter over somebody who trains, you know. So what's the dip? What's there's based... no such thing as everyone being equal. It's, it's at, not. At the there isn't. Yeah. And then you get into the whole male female thing and what category, because we have 1% of the population that doesn't fall into yeah. either of those. So what do you do with that? Yeah. And they're going to, do as we saw before, they're going to dominate certain, uh, certain sprint classes or weightlifting classes. If you classify them with one, uh, and if you put them with the other, they're going to struggle. So, but you have to do something. What would you well, do? that's what they did on the challenge, not to name any names, but <laughs> yes, um, there was a person who had an ambiguous gender, and it was not fair. No? Because right. I was competing against somebody who had male levels of, like, testosterone, et right. cetera. 
it's but supposedly the like thing. the challenge anybody could do it right like it's not like the i know i know, I know but in, right? theory, in, in theory anybody could do it but you do watch it and like most of the challenges seem like they would be easier for men than women yeah well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you. Kind of skewed a little bit to favor the dudes. Oh, this is one where you have to use your brute strength to monkey up over this bar. Oh, sure. Put <laughs> little arms over or this even thing. Like an I... eating challenge or something. It seems yes, like exactly. That's totally true. There. Oh yeah, the guys weigh two hundred and thirty pounds, and now I'm gonna out eat him in sheet cake. But, but yeah, I mean, I think it's funny that we, we like we talk about this like genetics. We we're somehow okay with somebody winning the genetic lottery and becoming a great athlete. But someone who uses yeah. any means necessary to become a great athlete, we are like, what a cheater! Ooh. You know, what's more yes. American than working extra hard to get really fit right. against you know against your genetics? You know, you're trying to be the best that you can be no matter what. Isn't that? more admirable than just like, well, I just had it easy from day one and, you know, got this extra arm. Right. So I'm able to lift. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good point, you know, and I totally am. I'm right there with you on yes, that. Cause that's... I can't argue the, uh, I can't argue the opposite. Well, but that's why everyone needs to be on the same page at the outset. That's like, it's a free for all. It's a free for all. You can do that when you If they freed it up. Oh, I would do. Okay. This is also my question, Oliver, because <laughs> you, okay. So, we know that we have performance enhancing drugs that can help you physically, but I wonder, I know that there are drugs now that give you a cognitive advantage. Yeah, but absolutely. You can absolutely. Take the, what are they called? They start with an N. They're like this new class of drugs that's like called no, nor. I mean, no, no, neuro enhancers are a big thing and they, they include even things that are on the market now, like something uh, like Adderall, which is just an amphetamine makes you much more focused at work. If you're a computer yeah, coder yeah. and you take uh, Adderall before your, your day shift begins, you're going to have a much easier time at work that day. And right. there are even things like, like I heard that MAOIs, monoamine whatever inhibitors, oxidized inhibitors, whatever, uh, which essentially just like calm down your nerves, run rampant. They're like passed around like a performance enhancing drug. At Juilliard, because they calm your nerves before you go to a performance. Yeah, they're all using beta and, like, blockers, and it's not. But yes, it's not, beta and, blockers. Like, we like we think about music as somehow different than sports, but shouldn't that also just be based on genetic gifts? Like this person's a virtuoso, yes. uh, uh, not someone that's got uh, that's taking some heart pills to like keep their hands from shaking. That's mm. exactly what's happening. But, you know, I think we really are confused. Uh, and I just wrote a piece about a longtime steroid user, Mark Bell, the brother of the guy that did uh, Bigger, Stronger, Faster, where he basically said in his mind, like, I just use steroids to, to do my exercises in a community where everybody uses steroids. He's like, that's how I right. look at it. He's like, I'd feel differently if these were banned and I was using them. But if I'm just trying to be the best, why shouldn't I use everything that I can to be the best. So a lot of them aren't illegal outside of competition? Uh, it all depends. Every sport oh, has different question. banned lists. Uh, every, uh, all different, all the tests that are administered are different. You know, different testing agencies uh, are better. Some are better than others. So it's a real, like, confused thing. Like, you might be able to get by uh, with an NFL test, but you'd fail the, uh, the one that the U.S. anti-doping uh, agency administers it's it's bad and, isn't, and i heard that 
there there are very different standards between sports and that hockey is one of the most uh lenient i guess and you're allowed to show test positive i guess for uh, maybe i don't know no, if i'm speaking it correctly i think there are many substances that, that are allowed to slip you've got guys playing hockey that are 45 46 uh yammer yager and susie might remember being on the pittsburgh penguins is still playing hockey and he's like 45 or 46 yeah. something's up there yeah, there was like a whole bunch, and if you if you test positive for pot, I think maybe you get like some kind of game suspension or something like that. But you don't get any, you don't get kicked out. You don't get like what a lot of these other guys, like NFL players, I, you know. And then I, also, I do think that there are certain drugs. Like if you're gonna, if you test positive for pot, that's not exactly a performance yeah, enhancing drug. And Michael, our fastest runner and our fastest swimmer on the planet, are both like, oh yeah, I totally smoke pot. I think we should both like open up. NFL, cool it a little yeah, bit. You should, you should let them, you should actually want them to play if they're coming to the game high. If they're, if they're going to go nice. out there completely baked, uh, it's going to be a tough game for them. But yeah, there's a, a great player here in Pittsburgh, uh, Martavis Bryant, uh, another marijuana penalty. He's out for the whole year. Oh, wow. That's just so sad to me that, like, you know, something that, I don't know. Wait. Well, but they can drink, like, yeah, they can yeah. drink as much as they want, and they can do st- dumb shit while they're drunk. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What about, what is the deal going on with the uh, Russians right now at the Olympics? Well, 78 of them uh, are banned. The whole track and field team was kicked out. Whoa, that's a lot. Initially, the whole team, the whole Russian Olympic contingent was going to be kept out. But uh, apparently the Russian government had been involved in covering up the doping by their athletes. They hadn't necessarily been overseeing it, but they'd been covering up results, hiding tests, trying to get No, the Russians <laughs> doing that? I but don't it's believe it's actually it. just part of a long tradition. The Soviet Union from yeah. the 50s on was the most heavily doped sports program out there. East Germany was the, you know, another, another communist bloc country had a heavily doped sports team. And those two countries together just churned out minted gold medals in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And some of the records that are set by some of those athletes, are they, they don't count, but they still stand. So they yeah. proved that this drug what, But And they also bring home that medal run that year, like you said. And, and yeah, it oh, goes home. They, I was they get also... The, they get to hold the medal up. Yes. Yeah. And it, it and I heard I was watching uh, Real Sports on HBO and they were going through like the Olympics and, and Olympic kind of themed stories, and they they claimed or, or put it out there that a lot of the countries, especially Russia and China, use the Olympics to make their politicians and leaders dictators more appealing to the masses and more appealing to the public and look stronger and it right yeah. like their popularity goes up and that's kind of what russia was attempting to do absolutely make... i mean vladimir putin was the judo champion yeah. of leningrad st petersburg uh you know sport is a big deal for him and sport does show that your your society is healthy and you're the best 
and you can beat these other yeah. countries. And I don't, if, if that's all the Olympics are, this big festival of patriotism, I don't see why we don't see who, uh, who has the best uh, in that regard. The U.S., uh, you know, all of our athletes doped in the 60s and 70s when uh, one of our weightlifters, this guy Ken Patera, went to the, uh, I think, the Goodwill Games. Uh, he said, you know, we're going to see whose steroids are better, mine or theirs. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, and that's kind of, that brings up, if you're going to open it up, that would be interesting, you know, just open it up to everyone. And then it's like, whoever's got the best scientists. Well, people want to see records get broken. Like, you want, every time we want to watch, there's not one game you watch where you don't want to see a record get broken. Like, I go to the baseball right. game, and I'm, I want to see six home runs hit. It's just human nature. You want to always see the best. You always want it to be one-upped. But if you don't, I mean, if, you, if you're trying to, to hold back on that, you're actually hurting your own ratings. You're not really saving these guys. They're destroying themselves by playing right. sports anyway. Yes, that's absolutely true. And that, you know, and, and, and they get better contracts. They get better everything when they're getting these crazy numbers. It's what, it's what everybody wants from them. So what are the long-term health effects for some of like the, you know, more popular uh, I mean, it's, it's a mixed bag because if you, if you doped as heavily as some East German athletes did in the seventies and eighties and vice sports just did a nice uh, special on, on all this. Love them. If you, uh, if you did that potentially, you know, you could have long-term liver problems, uh, you know, might be Ugh. some cancer implications, but other people have pointed out that in a sport like cycling, for example, where you have to go so far, like the, there's so much, like the body is Nobody would nobody would cycle that much by choice if there weren't some uh, if there weren't some incentive to do it. That some of the you know a lot of the drugs that are that are banned uh, could actually have the potential to uh, to help the athletes over help them recover. Ah. And the same with marijuana in the NFL. Some players have said you know with all of these concussion problems uh, and cognitive Ooh, problems, yes. maybe marijuana could be uh, a way of at least relieving pain or uh, you know helping helping deal with some of the cloudy thinking that we have like marijuana might be something that we should be allowed to smoke mm -hmm. for our pain uh, yeah absolutely and they're loading them up with so many other drugs that that are like uh, yeah. opiates and opioids that you can take vicodin hmm, but you can't you can't uh, you can't smoke right. weed that seems let me ask silly. you one last question if you were in a situation where you thought you were competing fairly mm -hmm. And then you found out that the other person um, had used some sort of performance-enhancing drug. <laughs> what would you do? Well, if there weren't any rules on the book, uh, and what if that person got fined because there were rules? Well, then there's a then there's a real problem uh, in, in all respects because if there's no policy in place, like it'd be like if Major League Baseball didn't have a policy saying twenty these twenty five drugs are prohibited. But then they penalized yeah. Barry Bonds fifty thousand dollars. He would have an excellent case, uh, you know, to 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 sue Major League Baseball to not pay that fine because he would say, uh, like, where's the policy? And all of the other athletes, uh, you know, are, are going to be wondering too, what's what's going on here? You have to have you either have no policy in place and you don't find anybody, or right. you know, you uh, if you're finding someone, you need to have uh, some kind of policy there that that people can know. Well, I can do X, but not Y. But I think you know, mm -hmm. in, in any in any kind of uh, open competition where there are no uh, no rules, uh, obvious rules in place, I think a lot of competitors are going to take whatever they can to to win. Anybody yeah. on a show where the I object agree. is winning is competitive. So you should always expect them to do 
whatever it takes. Yeah. I, I well, they do it. have rules in place, though. So. Well, if, they, if there are things that you can't do and you're you're doing them, then you are cheating in that sense. If you know yeah. what the rules are and you're breaking them, you're you're cheating. I mean, a lot of people would willingly cheat, though. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's murky ground. Uh, what did my my husband always says? You're not cheating. You're not trying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. If you're not, if you're not going he, right up to that you, line, he cheats in a lot of games. Crossing I mean. over, you're not trying. All right, Oliver. Well, thank you for your always insightful yeah, um, analysis. We love you. And uh, I'll get your address so I can yes, send you that do. book because I think you'll love it. All right, Oliver. Talk soon. Right. Thank you. So that was informative. Yeah, he sure does know his stuff. He knows everything, and I mean, I think we're all on the same page. It's like. Just let everybody do everything or, or not. I think that there should be, after having this discussion, I think there should be two leagues. Yeah. I want to see it. That's Just a good whatever. idea. Why not you do an all, they do it with, with bodybuilding. Maybe they could have two challenges. What if they were like, just an all out, like if, if you had like a baseball league that were just like doping like crazy and they're just like huge arms and they were just crushing homers. And they also said, actually, we're going to make the field however much longer because these guys are crushing it all that'd be kind of i'd be, be cool. into it Why i not? like that idea um but uh, you know it's something to think about and it's a good time because tell us things. what you think yeah tweet we at us write to us at the brain candy pod at on the Twitter. brain candy pod we want to hear all about it all right and follow us on social media we love you guys yeah thanks kids bye